outdoor adventure, incredible history, and amazing food. In today's podcast, our whole goal is to get you hooked on Sligo. Today's podcast is sponsored by WiFiCandy.ie because traveling is sweeter when connected. Personal Wi-Fi devices with easy pickup at Dublin Airport or delivery to your first accommodation and postage paid envelope included for easy return. Use code IFV, that's IFV for Ireland Family Vacations, at checkout to save 10% and stay connected in Ireland with Wi-Fi Candy. Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me again on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. This is another live from Ireland podcast and I am in County Sligo right now and sitting with Anthony Gray who has quite the impressive resume behind him. Uh, Anthony is the past president of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, chairman of the Sligo Food Trail and owner of award-winning restaurants Ilavon and Hooked, and then there's another one I'm missing, right? No, 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 just the two, just the two. But more than that, Anthony is probably County Sligo's second biggest fan after WB Yates. <laughs> so he's been singing the praises of the county to me, and I can't agree more. So I am thrilled to have Anthony Gray join me today on the podcast. Anthony, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jordy. I appreciate it. Now. Sligo is a county along the Wild Atlantic Way. It is actually the least visited county along the Wild Atlantic Way. And it's not that Sligo has a bad reputation, it just really has no reputation at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose we're trying to build on a reputation over the years. And in fairness to Fall Sharon, they're really now putting it on the map. That was one of the reasons why we started the food trail. And that was also the one of the reasons why I kind of really want to promote Sligo as a, as a true destination on the Wild Atlantic Way, but also for its culinary destination and make it into a culinary destination on the Wild Atlantic Way. And that's really what I've done over the years. I grew up here, I fished here, I golfed here, and my father was near. Um, my two businesses are situated like only a stone's throw away from the river to Carvogue. So like there's not a piece of Sligo that I don't know. But the reason why I done, I suppose, and continue to do all these things is I want to promote my county where I live because I love it so much. There is so much things you can do here. And obviously food is my passion. Got into food at a young age and, and uh, you know, that's what I want to do and want to showcase it for its beauty and its food and its landscape. And it is a beautiful county. I mean, it has this beautiful coastline along the Wild Atlantic Way. You come inwards and, and you have the beautiful greens, you have some mountains. I mean, you just really have so much in the county. So why should people add Sligo to their list, to their well, itinerary? It's, again, it's, it's, it's a hidden treasure. Um, that obviously we don't want it to be hidden anymore um, but uh, we want people to come here because of its beauty uh, we want people to come here because of its ruggedness and its wildness you're not going to get this, the rest of this anywhere in the country it could because it's unique it's right here it's untouched in a lot of places you can climb mountains you can fish you can go surfing the county Sligo has so much to offer and it is an abundance of it 
and we're not over commercialized. We're not wedged with tourists. We, you know, it's not the Temple Bar of Ireland. Hallelujah! It's de- it's definitely not that. And um, you know, you can go to the beach. You can walk. Um, you know, under Ben Bulban Mountain. Um, it just has so much going for it, and a lot of the time you mightn't see anyone. You know, because it, it, there isn't too many people there. Oh, okay, you'll meet the locals, but there's not going to be. It's not going to be wedged with tourists, and that's one of the main reasons why you should come and visit Sligo because it it, it, it is a unique attraction, and it also is something magical and mystical about it, in my opinion. You know, we have two massive mountains very close to the sea, which is unusual. We also have the the beautiful port W B Yates, and like, if you want to come to Sligo. You're coming. You're going to fall in love with food. You're going to fall in love, obviously, with poetry. And you can climb a mountain. You can catch your first wave. We have everything going for ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about those outdoor activities. You know, obviously, you've said you have two mountains. They're beautiful mountains. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're also surrounded by loads and loads of history that once you get in the middle of it, especially near Caramore, The, the history, the ancient, ancient history of Ireland really kind of hits you in the face. Absolutely. Like, they're, they're the oldest tombs in Ireland. And not only that, then, you have the history of W.B. Yeats writing about the beautiful Loch Gill and Inish Free and Lake Isle of Inish Free, that famous poem. You know, we also have a connection with Dracula. Not many people know that. Mm-hmm. With Bram Stoker, they lived here. Um, you know, so like it, it, it has so much going for it and has so much history attached to it. And like the mountains, there's so many different poems wrote about the mountains Ben Bulban, Knock Queen Maeve, uh, the Caramore tombs. So, like, even, even if you just tapped into them tree, you'd have enough to do you for at least a week. Right, right, and the hike up to, to Queen Maeve's tomb, that'll that'll take you a morning or an afternoon, depending on when you go, and the views from the top are... Spectacular. Spectacular, yeah, yeah. And yes. we're very lucky in one sense. The county council now have put in a lovely new boardwalk, and the walks in Sligo are really, really, really being pushed, and we're getting funding from the government to do these walks, and you can you can now do a boardwalk coming up shortly, uh, right across the Strand Hill Peninsula, and then you can walk up Knock uh, Naray Mountain with a brand new boardwalk, right up the mountain with steps, and it's like it's just fantastic that we're seeing these projects being done now, and people are now realising that Sligo is the the next new upcoming destination in Ireland. Right, so you should get here soon. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Before it goes crazy. So, and then you have obviously the the ocean. You have sea kayaking. You have surfing. I know on the river there's stand up paddle boarding. There's bicycling around the area. Um, and then you said golf. Obviously, golf. If you're a golfer, this is a great place to come. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, fantastic courses. Ireland has the most links courses in the world, next to Scotland because obviously we're on the island of Ireland and we're situated along the sea. But you've got County Sligo Golf Club, which is an absolute championship course, an amazing course with stunning views of all over Sligo. When you get up to the second hole and you take a look back, you're going to see stunning views of the whole of Sligo. Then you've got Strand Hill Golf Club just across the bay, beautiful seaside links. Um, again, under the mountain of Ben Bulb or Knocknaray, under Queen Mays Mountain, runs along by the sea, runs along by the Seven Toll in Strand Hill, 
um, overlooking Strandhill Beach where the surfers it's a surfers paradise then you've got Enniscrone another championship course just up the road and you've got Castle Dargan as well which is an inland course so like if you're a golfer all you have to do is just pack your clubs and, <laughs> and bring a good swing and that's it right right so let's talk food because obviously you have two restaurants two multi-award winning restaurants I should probably say um, we we ate at El Bon last night and the the food was just to die for I don't think I've eaten that much in years and then you know we we brought our our appetite of course to hook today which is a more casual restaurant with a, a funky vibe I I think it's yeah it's a vibe I really didn't expect I love it you know so fun and and uh, and everything but so food is your passion mm -hmm. you had I mean you kind of grew up in a food household I did I did I was lucky enough my father was a butcher in Tailing Street just up the road and I grew up um, at a very young age as as a butcher um, and working in the butcher shop and then got very good at golf and went down a different career path but I always loved uh, food and had a passion for food and then went back into it and luckily enough opened up Alabon in 2011 and Alabon really has gone from strength to strength it's won every award you can bar Michelin star um, you know and based on I suppose the results that I got with Alabon I was able to open up another restaurant in, in the, the, just a year gone. It's only open a year and two months, and it, it's hooked on Sligo food. And again, I wanted to showcase my dad's butcher in, in a funky environment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I opened up to Hooked, and only literally, we just got into the top 100 restaurants in Ireland with John and Sally McKenna, which is a phenomenal achievement, it considering is. we're only open a year and two months. So it's just really showcasing local produce and artisan produce as much as we can and, and, and just cooking it with fresh ingredients. Like if you use fresh ingredients in your cooking, you, you just can't go wrong. If you use local ingredients in your cooking, you can't go wrong. And organic when possible. Like we go foraging for wild garlic is coming up. We also, um, we go foraging, pick our own mushrooms um, and all different things like that. We're constantly reinventing ourselves. We change our menu in boat restaurants four times a year with seasons. So I think that's the key to one of the reasons why we're so successful and why the, the two businesses, both Alabon and Hooked, have gone from strength to strength in such a short time. It's We just want to champion this wonderful ingredients that we have in abundance on our doorstep. Now, I know that here at Hooked, Doug had the traditional Irish breakfast bap, which was massive, but I had a beef kebab. Mm -hmm which you don't typically think of on an Irish menu. Now, I know you know my friend Porg O'Gallagher. Mm -hmm. Porg O'Gallagher, yeah, um, Porg well. And he told me once that all food made with Irish ingredients is Irish food. Mm -hmm. He's right. So where, where do you get the inspiration then for your menus? Because they, they, don't, they don't feel traditional outside the fact that you're using very local food, um, you know, very fresh. Absolutely. Well, I suppose, like, if you were to talk about the beef kebab just for a second, uh, obviously you wouldn't associate it that with Ireland. But there is no reason why we can't do an unbelievable kebab, an Irish one. So, like, we get our beef from Sherlock's and Tubber Curry, and it's it's round steak mince. It, you couldn't eat fi finer mince. And then we add our little bit of seasonings from it, again bought locally, and it's just, we, we, we then put it into a tin and we bake it. 
and then we take it out and we give it a little bit of crispiness and again like we use dairy with that we have a, a yogurt with it and again a local yogurt made locally and we use that with the kebab and a little bit of feta cheese and and some nice little flavors to it and again it's all irish and it just well obviously the feta isn't but it's all irish and it it just goes a bomb the same way as what um doug had he had a he had a typical irish breakfast but it was it was served completely different it wasn't served like it typically would be and that's not what we want to do in hooked we want to serve it with beautiful brioche bread from next door from lafrenelle the bakery next door the sausages come from Dave and Andrew Farm. The bacon is from Feeney's and Ross's Point. And the free-range eggs are from a tiny little small producer called Ballastair Eggs from Tom and Annie, who come in here. I know them personally. And when you cut into a free-range egg and you see the yellowness of the, the yolk... The yellow is beautiful. Compared to, you know, some of these eggs that you get, you know, it's chalk and cheese. And even the sausages... Like there's some sausages out there that you could eat on a Good Friday because they've no meat in them. Where, where my ones <laughs> are completely are completely and utterly different, and I'm very proud of that fact. And now we're manufacturing the sausages, and we're selling them, and and sometimes we're selling out within a week. So it's it's it's, it's very very good, and it's Irish food. This is Irish food. This is what you're eating. Yeah, yeah. You're eating Irish food. You're eating Sligo food. Exactly. And by it's, Jesus, it's, I'm proud of it. It, it kind of you know begs its own hashtag of you know. Do you think you know Irish food? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I really love when you get out of the city, out of the cities, is that if you talk to the people in the restaurants, they can tell you exactly where everything came from. Yeah, and that's very, very important. And that's what we're trying to do with Sligo Food Trail. Highlight the fact that we have this amazing, amazing ingredients on our doorstep and getting everybody behind the ethos of promoting Sligo food and promoting Irish food. And put not only that, write it on your menu. Like, how many people know where my sausages come from or my pork comes from or my beef comes from or my or my veg comes from like it's important and I see customers faces light up when I come over and I tell them where, where it's from or they say oh you get your pork from Mayo and I say yeah it's from Dave and so on so it's brilliant and let's talk a little bit about the food trail because I know that it's a couple of years old two and a half three years old mm -hmm, now I think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it too has kind of become a force to be reckoned with not only in Ireland but with some international notice as well. Absolutely. We've got into the top seven um, food trails with CNN. Um, we've won numerous awards with the food trail and we've really worked hard to try and get it to where it is. But again, that's from everybody promoting it locally and pushing it locally and really driving it forward. Um, started with seven members and it's now gone from seven to 77 and in a blink of an eye and, and now we're being recognised as a culinary destination on the Northwest with Falch Ireland and we've done the step change programme with Falch Ireland and we're, we're associated with them and we're self-sustainable where a lot of other places aren't self-sustainable but with the amount of membership that we have we are self-sustainable we're able to control our own destiny because we have our own money and yes we need funding now and again and we get it but people realise the massive fantastic work that we're doing to promote the county and that's the reason why it's doing so now, we spoke just a few minutes ago about how all food with Irish, you know, all food made with Irish ingredients is Irish food. But if there were a food that you would really say this is Sligo food, what mm -hmm. would it be? It would be, obviously, uh, Schligok is, is also known as uh, Shelley Place, and that's the Irish for Sligo. And years ago, the, the, the river where we're sitting at, overlooking at, and it's beautiful today, even with a bit of snow, it's still beautiful. Um, but that river had an abundance of shellfish, and if you date back 
thousands of years, where even we're sitting today, uh, underneath the foundations, you would find uh, shellfish, oysters, mussels, um, you know, all of that. And that's how the Sligo people all them years ago were brought up on shellfish. The other thing that's unique about Sligo is we have a river that that is flowing through the city and flows down and flows over the Lesadell oyster beds and the Strandhill oyster beds and that gives the oysters and the mussels a real peaty taste. So the Japanese market are going mad for that peaty taste at the moment because they're a totally different, unique oyster compared to anywhere in the world. Um, And the French are going mad for it and the French love them so much that they actually sometimes take the labels off them and <laughs> sell them as their own, the devils. But uh, sure, look at, isn't that, isn't that an advertisement in itself? Oh, it's lovely. But they, they, you know, that's, that's one of the main foods and one of the main sources, and that's what you could nearly hang your hat on, our beautiful shellfish. Excellent. So we've talked quite a little bit about Sligo and why to visit and what to do. So if somebody were to contact you and say, okay, Anthony, you've sold me on Sligo. Mm-hmm. Are there any other places that you would recommend I add to my itinerary? So like three recommendations. In Sligo. They can be in Sligo, they can be out of Sligo. You'll need a car to reach some of these recommended destinations. So I'm excited to partner with irishcarrentals.com to provide an unbeatable quote on your car rental in Ireland. Be sure to use code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotions box to save an extra 10%. Now, here come those recommended destinations. Whatever you want. I suppose I'll I'll have to be biased and say the three places are going to be in Sligo. We're in. Um, But obviously the Sligo food trail, the foodie tour, definitely food has to be one of your main reasons for stopping here and um, the beauty you need to go you need to visit Ben Bulban, you need to visit Loch Gill, Hazelwood stand there take a breath take a moment it, read some poetry and um, read some Yeats poems obviously looking at this beautiful beautiful lake and the beautiful mountain and um, maybe take a walk on the third beach in, in Ross's Point mm-hmm. and walk over and take take a big a deep breath of salty air you know, um, go to Knocknaray, climb Knocknaray, <laughs> um, go to the Caramore Tombs. You can go surfing. You can go listen to the music as well. We have unbelievable music in Sligo, and we have a great music scene, and we have a great uh, uh, culture in the pubs. And again, like you know, there's no place in Ireland where you could walk in on a Friday and you can go to four or five different music venues in Sligo playing traditional Irish music, and they're all local artists. So, like, if they were the tree, there's, well, I probably said six, but there's, there's the tree that I would definitely consider doing. Um, food, culture, music, walks, what more do you want? The yeah, adventure this, side of spend, it. Spend your, spend your whole week Absolutely. here and you won't run you, out of things to do. You, and you certainly won't go wrong, uh, that's for sure. And, and you won't go hungry, I can attest to that. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> we'll definitely look after you and we'll feed you well. Excellent. So... As always, any links that or any information that you need is linked in the show notes. So please pop over to the show notes and check that out and add County Sligo to your itinerary. I keep telling you, and now you've got the truth here. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, Slangafol.